97.1. I'm shocked. What are you shocked about? That our government is a human trafficker of children? Oh, no. No. Not Joe Biden and the crime family. Oh, by the way, we're up to 12 in the <laughs> Joe Biden crime family now. Not nine anymore. We're up to 12. I wish I was a Biden man. They, <laughs> they do it. That name makes you some cash, you man. You might be. Maybe I am. You need to check into it. You know, you're both from that part of the country. So. Maybe I'm Joe's kid. You know how Maybe jo- mom didn't tell me something. You know how Joe was. Making side trips to Wilmington. I don't know. You know, smell you once, move but- on. <laughs> <laughs> They're not big on child support, though. Yeah, so, you know, right, 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 that's right. 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 Exactly that, right. Man. That's why you were kicked out. You, yeah, were, you were removed. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, the story is from the whistleblower that's going to appear before Congress today, mm. an earth-shattering testimony. That the- no one's going to care about. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And no- you know what I did yesterday? I turned on the TV zero times. Right, right. Zero. And I would catch Tucker's show at midnight. Right. Because they do the replay of all the shows overnight. Right. They didn't even turn on the television at night, man. Nothing you know, there. I, I didn't either. I turned it on uh, around the time that Jesse would come on. They still got that other guy doing Jesse's show. Uh, I guess he's on maternity or whatever. He, boy, he dodged that week, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And I watched all the way through almost all of Gutfeld and... It, something's different. It just, it, it it's, it's kind of like you ever you wouldn't, but I've been in relationships where you just kind of know it's over. You know, yeah. what I mean, and you're still like living yeah. together. You know, for right. a few months or no, whatever. That's right. That is that's correct. what it feels like at Fox. It's like you know what? That's correct. Something just ended here, and we're all just kind of walking through the motions. And I'm not being a, a hack. I mean, no. this, I, this was an a, a, a observable feeling reaction that I had watching. You know, all their main shows. Now, granted, yeah, it's it's you got kill me doing the 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 Tucker spot, but so what? So what? So you what? Know? It, it just it it feels like it's no, over, man. like something's over. I, I, it's all <laughs> irrelevant to me at this point. And, and you know what? I feel really good today because I didn't crap my brain up right with all the stuff that they like yell at you about and, right. and like wow i feel like relieved <laughs> it's really kind of a cool feeling to have not and usually i would turn on at least a couple of them during the day just to see what was going right, on in the world right. make sure planes hadn't flown into a building right nuke didn't go off in new york right, you know something right. like that and yesterday i was like i don't really care what they have to say now i'm not tuning them in I, I would get up at 11.30 at night so I could be in front of the TV in my home studio before midnight to watch the, the Tucker. Right. And I didn't care anything about that now because I don't I, – so what? I mean, so I, I think that they're becoming irrelevant to a lot of people, not just Fox. I'm talking about all of them, right? I'm putting them all in the same category. Local news, I could care less – that John shot Steve on the west side after they got drunk on a case of beer. That's the lead story on on the local news, and I could care, I care if it's happening in my neighborhood. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, okay, I, do, I do, but, no, I mean, in all fairness, like yeah. I, I've actually started watching more. Well, good for you, local news, a lot, I don't care. especially with the election going on, all yeah. that stuff, you know. But I, I watch They're biased as hell. I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I watch for the weather because right, I'm right. a weather geek, but also weather directly impacts your life. Well, yes, every day it's got true. an impact right. on your life, and and weather some a couple of guys got drunk and sit in the front yard on the west side and shot each other doesn't affect my life it just doesn't have any effect on me so i don't care but i understand that you know some people do but as far as the rest of this and that's what i've been saying about tucker he he's not gonna he'd be crazy to go back into a network situation he needs to go out on his own he needs to do his own thing or sign up with glenn beck or sign up with daily wire do something like that in the new media 
Yeah, he will. He obviously I, I, he will. I think so. I think that's you know, right. but then again, I mean, I was thinking this thought. You know, he he actually could just walk away from the whole thing, and he, he would might. have accomplished plenty. He might. So I, I, he won't do that. But you know, I I I think he'll be fine. He'll come up with something or go somewhere. I'm not worried about Tucker. You know. Making his electric bill, uh, I, you know. <laughs> Did you see? You can apply for unemployment because they fired you, Tucker. It's all right. Uh, man. You just got to act like you're looking for a job here and there. There is a picture um, on Twitter of him and Alex Jones together in Tucker's office. <laughs> it's right, the coolest right. thing in the world. Tucker is dressed like he's going on TV. Right. I'm guessing it was right before or after the show, right? Whichever it was. So he's got the coat on, no tie, because I don't remember him ever wearing a tie. His slacks. And the crappiest-looking flip-flops, like like when you go somewhere and you don't have flip-flops right. to get in the shower at the gym and they give you crappy flip-flops, right. and he's wearing those. Well, you know. That's what he wore on that's TV. That's makes him Tucker, you know. That's, his, that's probably his lucky flip-flops. It's great. The thing is, though, that we can't lose sight of, okay, in my opinion, is that they did have a victory in that. The Who, bad guys have, have uh, this, they're, they're dancing for joy. Oh, Sure. They wanted Tucker out of that show, absolutely, and they got him out of that show. Well, just like when they go over this Talib guy, and they're they're raking him over the coals for the Elon Musk Twitter stuff. Uh, you know, they, 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 this is serious stuff. When they start getting twenty million dollar a year guys yanked off the air, That's and right. I'm sorry. I'm not buying the whole, it had everything to do with the selling of Fox, possibly. No, I'm not buying no, that no, crap. No, 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 he pissed off some people, and they yanked his ass off the air. That's correct. That's exactly what happened. Well, and, and let me just jump in on that, because, yes, that's exactly what happened. You go back, and I know you were in here, so you probably heard me. You go back to O'Keefe. Yeah, same thing. And yeah. Project Veritas, several months ago, he got that guy at that restaurant from Pfizer to admit they not only created the virus, they were manipulating the virus so it would change and mutate yeah. so that they could create new vi- <laughs> new vaccines and new boosters. Well, what happened? James O'Keefe was separated from his own company, He's Project Veritas. He's not doing Veritas, it anymore. He's not there. Yeah. And he had to start his own thing. Sure. Tucker went after the military-industrial complex because of these wars that we have no business mm-hmm. being in. I mean, it's stupid for and, us to be in, and they, in Ukraine. And they called him a Russian colluder right. and all this stuff. Right? And then he went after Big Pharma. Friday night, his yeah. final monologue, he talked about how Big Pharma controls the big media mm-hmm. in this country. Through, remember, all the commercials that they air, and you and I are home during the day, and we would w- turn on TV, and the number one commercial that you see is drugs. Oh, yeah. You know, you've By got, and large. Yeah, you've got a... You've, you, you, your heel hurts, so go see the doctor and ask for the special heel cream that Pfizer's half, making now, right? Half these drugs, I don't even know what the hell they do. Exactly. Well, <laughs> they give you something else. Yeah, right, like, right. You're going to save your heel, but your kidneys and your liver and your lungs are going to go bad. <laughs> right, right. But your heel's going to be fine. Sure. So he he talked about that. He said, look, on the major networks, if you cross Big Pharma, they will call Rupert Murdoch or whoever. And he put Fox in there. He yeah. mentioned Fox. And that they will, they wield such power, they'll get your your ass canned. And they got his ass canned. They sure did. <laughs> they so, sure you know, did. I'm, I'm again. My focus is wow. That just happened, right? Because that's the biggest dog they've taken down. They've taken down all kinds of other people along the way. Uh, and and again, it's not that Tucker's voice is going to be silenced. You know, he'll he's got options up the yin yang as far as what he can do, but he ain't going to be doing that show. Nope. 
And and so they you know they they got one. That's it's it's like the twenty twenty election. I said, well, you know what, they got one. I agree with they, you. They were successful. I agree with you. It but, but it's going to hurt Fox more than they realize. Oh well, they're going and, down and, the tubes. You, you know what else I think? I think it's going to hurt uh, network. And I put them in network television. Let's just instead of separating cable versus broadcast, it's kind of the same it, thing. You turn on your TV, there, there right. they are. There you yeah, go. For, yeah. for us that are consumers, it's right. the same thing. I think that he was so powerful and so influential that that is a game changer for the entire industry. Think about this. For oh a yeah. Minute. Think about it for a minute. Yeah. Who he was destination viewing, right? Sure. People sought him out like they seek you out, like they seek yeah. me out. They sought him out. The entire schedule on that station or uh, revolved around him, yes. basically. Who, yeah. He was the anchor. Who else do you seek out on that channel? I know you're a Jesse fan now. Yeah, but they're that. not anchors. They're no. not. They're not guys like Tucker. No. Or do you seek out Hannity? I can't stand it. Laura? <laughs> no, no. I don't know why she's on the air. Neil Cavuto? No. Uh, okay. Uh, Joy, Joy right. Reid? No. Uh, let's expand it out. Uh, Wolf Blitzer? No. That's my point. Yeah. Is that he was so influential in that industry itself, not just that channel, but that industry, sure. that pulling him off has brought the whole industry to a different level now, and it's what, a lower level. What would have happened to conservative talk radio? If at the height of his career, Rush Limbaugh was yanked off the air exactly. because he pissed off an advertiser. Exactly right. Exactly we right. We may not be doing this right that now. That is correct. It, it certainly talk radio would not have evolved to where it is now. No, no. No. It's to me it's the same thing yanking Tucker off. That's I think right. you're right. I think cable news and network news is dead. Yeah, it is. Cuz all the other outlets were dying anyway. That's why they That's correct. canned lemon in some desperate attempt to do something. Correct. Well, 20 25 million a year. 25 million a year, right. Hello. Yeah, you know. Talk about and, the selling and, and of a channel. With Fox, okay. Now, Fox is always, you know, you, you can say what you want about Fox over the years. But for a lot of folks who were Rush Limbaugh listeners, who were those si- the silent majority of people who are traditional, conservative, let's face it, Fox has been that for 20 years. That's right. I've been watching it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, since it w- really went on the air in the late 90s, but I've been watching not it. Not anymore. And, and because you knew, well, at least their bias is more in line with Correct. what I, my worldview. Okay, you t- that trust and that relationship, I think, went away with Tucker for most people who watch Fox. Well, it's, who it's, had issues with the way they covered twenty sixteen and twenty twenty. Of course, anyway. of course, yeah, and, yeah. And, and wrote those issues down. Yeah, um, and it's funny that you bring up Limbaugh because I've been talking about how these two guys that took over for Limbaugh, they're placeholders. Yeah, who, Tucker, who, who the hell are they? I'm sorry, yeah, but what, yeah, Clay and Clay and Big Hair. I don't even know. I, I don't right. even know the Big Hair guys. Right. Name. But anyway, that's there's an opportunity for Tucker right there. He's not going to take it. I'm not saying he's going to do this. But, you know, he's one of the first-name guys. When I say first-name guys, you don't need to say their last name. <laughs> right, Elvis right. Presley, who says Presley? Right, right. Tucker. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, Bono. who says Limbaugh? <laughs> right, right. It's Rush. Rush. And the same thing is true with Tucker. You don't say Carlson. You just say Tucker. Right. He could slip right in there. I don't think it's going to happen, but he could slip right in there and do that show. The point being, he was that, and I don't mean, I, I'm not a, you know, I'm not some sort of fanboy, but he was that influential to the industry itself mm, wow. that the industry is gonna teeter at this point. Ducey, for as nice as he is, he and he does Steve a great Ducey, job at the morning right. show. He's not gonna carry Fox News. Well, no, well kill no, me. He's not gonna carry no. Fox News. Look, and, and Gutfeld is is spice on the on the on the lasagna there. He, he's not a main guy. No, he's, he's so awkward and weird. Yeah, you like him at ten o'clock at night. You you like him as part of the five, but he's not gonna be able to carry. You couldn't put Gutfeld at a desk by himself. 
and have him do an hour like Tucker did and have it be anywhere close to yeah. having the influence of no. Tucker Carlson. My prediction is Gutfeld will be gone, too. Not not necessarily be fired, but he'll be gone because he wants to seek out something else. He wants to be with one of these other new media places where he can say what he wants when he wants to say it, how he wants to say it, and not worry about Big Pharma. Because that's Greg. That's Gutfeld. Oh, oh, yeah, it's his attitude. That's you know, him. So he, he may do it out he of spite or as a, as a metal finger to Fox News, you know, and whatever. I, I think he will. I think he'll leave. You know, I, I, but again, we, 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 we need, again I, I do believe we need to focus on the reality of what happened in, in that for political reasons and economic reasons. Sure. Okay, the the free press in America took a big one the other night. There is no free press. Right, right. It doesn't exist. It's controlled by corporations yeah. and by the government as as Elon said when he went and bought Twitter for 44 billion. Wow, the government was running Twitter. Somebody suggested Elon buy Fox. Yeah, he and I'm like, yeah, baby. He won't take it. <laughs> he won't. I, I, it's a, it's he might what, be a little hard up for cash, right? <laughs> you you talk about a dying industry. Why why buy? They're a dying right, industry. Right. They there's really no, are. There's no point to it, you know. All right, uh, more Ware and Rhyme coming up. KTSa. Have you considered solar for your home? Seven twenty three. Ware and Rhyme. What's going on in your world? You know, <laughs> these young people today. Uh-oh. I, well, yeah, you know, I got, I got, well, there's a couple of stories I saw, and, you know, I'm going to certainly get into, get into this a little deeper later on, but uh, uh, it has to do with people on the, you know, at the workplace. First off, the uh, Texas uh, Agricultural uh, Commissioner uh, has a new dress code that you have to wear the clothing uh, that matches your biological gender. That's right. Sid Miller, good job, Sid. Sid Miller, uh, Texas Tribune, uh, has already described this basically as an attack on trans people, well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you have a, uh, let's see, a TikTok uh, chick, some chick on TikTok. <laughs> They're all on TikTok now. Of course. And she's pissed off because her boss has a problem with her having electric pink hair. And the... She did a video where she says, I'm, her name is Sugar Sugar, by the way. That's her, her online name. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, honey, honey. And uh, says, I have no plans to change my pink hair. And, I, you know, basically made the claim that, well, the reason unemployment is so high is because these pesky employers have just have such an issue with the way people look. You're full of crap. And then, but, dude, the, 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 the video got millions of hits. Sure it did. All these other folks, like, yeah, you go, girl. That's I wouldn't right. change my hair for a job That's either. That's right. And it really got me going. I'll tell you why. This is, this is the inversion of the work ethic, okay, that we talk about a lot with young people, in that they don't go into some dude or woman's office looking for a job asking this person to not only give you money to do stuff, uh, but also to be a representative of whatever company or whatever it is. Okay, that's what you're agreeing to when you take a job. You and I grew up in a world where we walked into that office and our hair was cut. You know, I I, I wore a suit and t- a jacket and tie for a gig for several years because that's what the man wanted, and I wanted the job more than I wanted to not wear my tie. And that was our ethic. What can I do for you? Now it's. Hey, you don't tell me how to be. You don't you don't disrespect me by telling me how, you know, what my hair should look like or how many piercings I can have or all this crap. Uh and, and that's that's the inversion of the yeah. They 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 don't it's it, it's what can the employer do for me? And well, if the employer tells me anything wrong or tells me something I don't like or if I can't be me on the job site, then somehow an act of oppression is having uh, is happening. 
And I say to young people all the time, you know, if you want a job and the job means something to you because it's going to do something for your life, would you cut your hair? Would you dye your hair? I guarantee you most people under the age of 30 would say no. That that, how they look and how their, their whole sense of themselves greatly outweighs what any potential employer would ever ask of me. And if they ask it, well, they're wrong. There's something wrong with them. And I look at these people, and I wonder who are you, who? How are you going to be? Are you going to be making a living, earning a living, supporting yourself when you're in your fifties or forties? When this is how you walk into a job, this is how you see it. Would you cut or dye your hair for a job if that's what it required to get the job? And it makes me crazy. There you go. Thoughts? <laughs> well, yeah, we're out of time. We'll, oh. we'll take a break. We'll come back, and I'll share some of my thoughts on that, too. Uh, let me tell you about G Bank. When you want to talk about great banking services for your family and your family-run business, if you have such a thing or you're thinking about starting one, G is here for you and for your family. A uh, great group at, at G Bank, whether it's here in San Antonio or spread out throughout Texas. They're a great source of capital for families throughout Texas. If you're thinking about a mortgage for the first time or a refi on your mortgage or you want to do a home in improvement loan or anything like that, Amogee will be here for your family. And then if you're in a family-run business or you're considering that, maybe a side hustle or something to replace what you're doing now where you can build some equity for your family and for the future of your family, well, Amogee is here. They've got great bankers who understand the business environment. They can uh, walk you through the process of being in business. And then, of course, with more than $12 billion in assets, they have the money to loan to you to get the job done. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing. It's David Van Camp. I'm here with Dwayne from Roof Fix. You know, right? I have KTSA. A little snotty weather off and on for the rest of Fiesta. So, you know, it's not going to be a total washout rain out. There'll be sunshine here. Right. There'll be nice weather there. But off and on, storms. So toss the umbrella in the back of the car. Or just drink more. Then yeah. you won't care if you're sobbing wet. <laughs> uh, but, but don't drink and drive. Down. No, no, don't do that. They will arrest you. Mm. So before the break, you were talking about... Oh well, I uh, th- there was a sugar, story sugar. about sugar. This TikTok chick named Sugar Sugar, who uh, has hot pink hair, and her boss had asked her not to dye her, you know, to change her hair to something more normal looking, and uh, she has an issue with that. That led to a lot of other people responding. Girl, I don't, I don't dot change my hair for no minimum wage job and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of got to me because I think uh, you know when you and I were young, it was a to- totally different work ethic. Completely. And completely. And, you know, the reason I'm able to go to work looking like a hobo now is because for 20 years, you know, I went looking nice with a nice shaved face and a nice, you know, looking presentable. And you look at where young people in the workforce right now are, okay, it's almost like they, they want the end result at the very beginning. Whether it's promotions, whether it's money, whether it's how do I go to work, what do I look like. You know, YOLO, you're not going to tell me how to live. And it, it worries me for them as a generation because they don't have that, that idea in their heads that somebody is choosing to pay me money to do something. And maybe I should listen to what they're looking for and what they want. In right. other words, if you want to wear, if you want hot pink hair, then you need to work someplace where they're cool with you having hot pink hair. Go be a hairstylist. Go be a hairstylist or something, you know, or whatever. Get into the arts, creative Point stuff. being, you're not going to get anything you want out of life if you're not willing to sacrifice and to make choices to do things that you may not enjoy doing right. at the moment. Right. That doesn't exist anymore. No, 
No? Well, I think you're talking about a cultural thing that goes back a long time. It goes back to when we gave up the idea of an absolute truth. Right. But instead of beating that dead horse again, um, your generation, it's not, not you, but because you did, did things out of step with your generation, but your generation and, to a large extent, the baby boomer generation created these monsters. Well, yeah, that's and true. When, when, <laughs> no, I, when parents, our, our style of parenting yeah, created When parents this. wanted to be their ch- their child's best friend instead of their parent oh man i'll hang out with you i'll smoke dope with you we'll do stuff together you know and all that kind of stuff instead of saying no you know you know you you, you know snot-nosed child come here you know you, you you're gonna do this the right way instead of doing that uh to a large extent the baby boomers and to all extent what are you generation generation x uh, generation yeah. x uh they they went soft on their kids and they would say to them, "Yeah, you really need to express yourself, and don't don't let anybody tell you you can't express yourself." And I'll never forget. It's twenty years ago, probably here on the show. I asked the superintendent of the largest school district in Texas. I said, "What's your what's your, what is your biggest expense? What do you spend more money on than anything right. else?" Do you know what he told me? No. Lawyers. <laughs> yeah, and you know why? Because every time he turned around. Moms and dads were standing at his doorstep as a superintendent. Why did you tell my baby he couldn't do that? Why did you tell my baby she couldn't do that? Why right. did you try to discipline my child? And that's when things began to go to hell. We, we, our generation, and I put myself in the in the tail end of the baby boomer thing. Well, because you are, yeah, <laughs> right. And I'm I'm just right over the line into Gen exactly. X. Yeah, exactly. They created these little aliens, these these little monsters that now show up here looking like ragtag crap and expect to have the general manager's job at 400 grand well, a year. Well, it, it's it's the it's the the par- style of parenting oh. where I'm never my kid's never wrong. Correct. And I'm never going to say a crossword to my kid cuz I don't want my kid to be upset at me. Well, you know what I mean? And and I think I a lot I think a lot of that grew out of the acceptance in the 60s with the baby boomer generation that Hey, yeah, wow, mom and dad were kind of messed up, or my parents ended up getting divorced, or what have you, and so the pendulum swung to the other end, where I just want my kid always to be happy, because I was that's not, right. I wasn't happy. Well, that's so some I want of it. My, And so, and I'll never say a crossword to my kid, my kid's always the center of the universe, and, and so when they get out on their own, they can't handle a crossword, they can't handle anybody saying anything or doing anything that's critical of them, and that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. So, you know where you first started to see it? Believe it or not, it's a toy aisle at places like Walmart and Target. When you would go to those toy aisles, and I did it because I had young kids and then young grandkids. Right. It looked like crap. The kids were allowed to go in and scatter toys all over the place and no daddy anywhere to say, hey, boy, pick that damn thing up and put it back on the shelf where you got it. Right. They just left it trashed everywhere because mom and dad would say, well, that's okay. And now it's easier for mom and dad just to give them a phone or a, a, you know, an iPad or whatever because then they're out of my hair. I don't have to do anything to, to discipline them. Well, and now those kids so, are having kids. Now they and, are. And they're replicating that, that same idea. Are. That's exactly you right. Know, and, uh, that's why and, I said and, you're not going to get out of it. Most of us have been into a Walmart or a restaurant where somebody's there and their kids are just wreaking havoc. Let me and give you an nobody example. does a thing about it. Let me give you an example. Just last week we had the story of the all-star Blue Jays uh, pitcher who's raising hell 
because his wife got on a flight with, oh, yeah, with, yeah. A, with another woman right. and her two-year-old daughter gave her a sack of popcorn and an iPad for the flight and the kids scattered popcorn all over the floor of that airplane and the flight attendant, who's not a maid, she's not a maid, <laughs> right, right, the right. flight attendant told the woman get up and pick up after your daughter and she had a just she came just unbelievably loose and then the all-star baseball pitcher lost his mind and uh, said right. they expected my wife to pick up popcorn i can't believe my wife would have to pick up after my child that's where the that's where the mindset well, yeah it's and, and, if, if, if that's who if, if your kid is going to be the as a little kid the kid who doesn't have to pick up their popcorn well then yeah when they're 25 and they're in that's the workforce the how dare you tell me I can't, you know, have nine piercings hanging out my nose and have hot pink hair? That is the point. You know, and 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 the, the sad thing is, by the time they... Because I... Look, what saved my ass, because I was a kid that was kind of raised that way, because I was the youngest, I was the, and so I was spoiled. And had, a not, had some folks along the way who were not members of my family not said, hey, you're an a-hole, and you're screwing up, and if you keep screwing up, you're out of here. That's what saved me. Okay, you look at a lot of these kids now... Okay, by the time they wake up and realize, holy crap, I'm going to be 50 next year, it's going to be too late. They haven't, well, they haven't done, they have not, they're not, because it comes around, right? But here's the thing. At the tail end of life, they're not going to have anything. Here's the thing. They won't have a gig because AI is going to take over. That is right. the point. Is their biggest, well, their biggest competitor, yeah. <laughs> their biggest competitor. This is this is why employers right. are pushing for AI. Right, this right. is why business is pushing for an open border. Business is pushing for this open border. Well, they sure, want it sure. because they're trying to bring in people that will come to work. Right, people who are incentivized. Either. Just right. show up and do what, what needs to be done. But they're also big businesses behind AI in a big sure. way because they don't, they have no, ta- no talent to draw from whatsoever. You got a pink haired girl that gets pissed off because you, you want her to dye her hair a different color. Right. You know what? I'm just going to machine do your job. Right. Okay. Well, you no go problem. live with your pink hair. No problem. <laughs> you know what? I don't need you at McDonald's to ask somebody if they want fries with that. I'll have a machine do it. Thank you. And and you know, for all I know, because again, I'm still applying our sta- my standards to to young people. You know, when they wake up and they are fifty, it's over. They, well, it, it, it they they won't. You know, are they going to be able to survive? They going to be able to support themselves? Who no. knows? But, but the other thing, we don't know what the world might be may be at that point. Because you also look at how people get jobs these days. Like my wife's looking for a, for a job. My daughter's looking for a job. You do all of it at home. You you of course. until you of get course. to the latter stages. Everything's at home of a hiring of process. You're not looking at anybody else in the face. That's the world. The world exists so that way. When these this generation is in their fifties. I hate to say it, they may look back at a life spent playing video games and staring at their phones and see nothing wrong. Oh, they're, they won't, Sean. They won't see anything wrong so with it. They're going to look back you know, and they're going to say, that was just fine. Oh, I had a great time yeah, you know, staring at my at computer least I did all my it for life. Me. Right. I live my life my way. Right. You know, there's, there's a thing right now among people that they have no loyalty to their workplace no. at all. I would no. say I have a little bit of loyalty to these call letters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I get yeah, a smidge. I yeah. have been here my entire life. I've left for six years. The rest of the time's been right here. My 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 loyalty has been to the call letters and and staying here at KTSA. Nobody has that kind of stuff anymore. They they. No. In fact, the new thing is, you know, among twenty and twenty four year olds. I'm going to work here until I don't want to do this anymore, and then I'm just going to take some time off and kind of. My right. work is not about my life. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not working uh, to live. 
I'm li- I'm not living to work. I'm working to live. And so I'll, I'll work for a couple of months. And I'll take six months yeah, off. But you know, I'll work again, for a week and I'll take six months off. Kids, that doesn't last. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> Someday you won't be able to do that. Now, I mean, think about this, Sean. <laughs> think about this real quick, and then we'll break. Right. You have these people who are and and God bless them. They're making a ton that are nothing more than images that they have created on YouTube, and they're making millions. They are. You know, <laughs> hand over fist, man. hand over fist. And I'm, For, ta- I'm sorry, doing nothing. I, 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 but, but I was talking about it this morning a lot. Like the RNC, the Republicans, right? They have no ground game when it comes no. to to show social media influencers. None. You're right. The Democrats have millions of these people out there. They're paying them. They're giving them the info to talk in 15 second bites on TikTok yep. about how yep. great and how energetic and how youthful Joe Biden is, <laughs> and how Joe Biden's got it together. And they're and doing he's cool. It. Look, because we think he's cool, so he must be cool. And they're influencing 20 yeah. year olds who are never going to watch Fox, MSNBC, or listen to you and me. Right? They watch 10. Seconds on TikTok, and that's where they get their their political news. That's where they get their worldview, their yes, entire worldview. That's exactly man. right, and they are influenced by that, and that's how they're going to vote. And the Republicans, they're not doing a thing at all. I, I talked about this this morning, the press room with Corinne Jean Pierre. No. You look out there, and you got thirty of the old farts from the old fart media, right? They're mm-hmm. all sitting there: yeah. ABC, CBS, Fox. They're all there's Ducey. They're all sitting there. The, they admit the Biden administration. And it's not Joe Biden because he didn't even know he's alive. But the Biden administration is creating another room up there for influencers. So, so sugar, sugar, and her pink hair. Sugar, sugar. With her pink hair. As stupid as I think she is. And her 5 yeah. million followers on right. TikTok can be in the White House and go, look where I am, and stick her tongue out. Because they all got to stick their tongue out. <laughs> they all got to stick With their- Kareem Jean-Pierre. Oh, <laughs> Don't they? They all stick We're their tongue out. Doomed. Am I wrong, Jimmy? Am I wrong? They all We're, stick their tongue out. They, I don't know what the tongue thing is. I, don't I, know, I, anybody, if I, if I, I unfriend people that stick their tongue out in yeah. pictures more than three times. Right. <laughs> it's just put the damn tongue back in your head, man. Nobody wants to look at That's it. Right. You snake. You reptile. What is wrong with you people? They're reptilians. <laughs> they are kind of. There's something yeah. reptilian about the whole thing. It really is. They're checking the temp- the air temperature. Alex Jones said we're going to be taken over by the reptiles. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought all those those Spider-Man movies were wrong. <laughs> reptiles, right. baby. All right, quick break. Uh, I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT. They are the IT services company for your company, Mi- midsize, uh, large company, whatever. Bridgehead will be there with answers to your problems, creating answers for your business no cookie cutter solutions so if you're looking for it management if you're looking for cost control if you're looking for inventory management any of these kind of things bridgehead it can do for you and you for your company and cybersecurity like nobody else can do that's a real big threat and i talk about threats to companies ransomware is huge uh, hacking is is unbelievably uh, devastating to a business. And and your friends over at Bridgehead IT can take care of all that for your company and help take care of those valuable employees by lifting some of that work off of them and freeing up some of their time so they can focus on what they need to be doing to advance your your uh, your business and make the bottom line look better. Check them out at bridgeheadit.com. Would you put your family at risk if given a clear choice? 071. So do we have some exciting days today or what? Well, they're better than yesterday. Not by much, but okay. a smidge better than yesterday. It's Alien Day, so find yourself a gray and right give on. a big old squeeze. Yeah. Hopefully you don't. They're so skinny. Hopefully you don't pop their eyes out of their mm-hmm. head. But uh, you know, Denim Day. Denim Day. You a fan of denim, ain't I, you? I do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like it. I don't wear as much denim as I used to mm. when I was younger because it's just too much work. <laughs> Why does it work? What, well, you the... got to button the fly or <laughs> zip it. You put a belt on. You know, put a belt on. Oh, no, I just want, piece of I just want my stretchy waist. pants I can just slide into, man. <laughs> I've earned my I've earned my yoga pants. Uh, I, I typically wear black jeans most of the time. Right, and right. I love them and they're very comfy. Well, you can't wear yoga pants on a Harley because no. you'll burn your legs off. Well, plus the other guys look at you crazy. The other guys would, would uh, beat you up. So you know. yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> go buy the go go join the gay biker gang. Go dr- join the uh, <laughs> the trans hogs. <laughs> that's right. You know, they wear pink when they uh, ride their Harleys, so that's where you belong over there. Trans hogs. <laughs> that's just funny. I don't want to ever see that. Um, it's Lesbian Visibility Day. Yeah, Corrine Jean-Pierre did a big thing yesterday. I know. She had actors. You know, don't, did she have some actors? Yeah, here's a little bit of Some it. film stars. Got a minute of it. It's Lesbian Visibility Week, and as the first openly queer person to uh. hold the position of press secretary for the President of the United States... I see every day how important visibility and representation are. Today, I'm honored to welcome the Uh, cast of the L Word and Generation. That's enough. That's enough. So, uh, everybody Uh, zoned out. Everybody went to sleep. But uh, I do do have some great audio for you when you're done with the days, because you're going to love the one I got for you next. She's the first openly queer one of those. Uh, It's National Static Cling Day. All right. What fun How is much that? dope do you have to smoke to be sitting around and your job is to come up with holidays? Was it late on a Friday that you came up with Static Cling Day? Yeah. You know, because what do you what do? You do? Uh, it's also, no, this, is, this one's not bad. This is the last one. National Pretzel Day. Pretzel so Day. I, I like pretzels. Oh, yeah. We, 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 went, we went and got some pretzels. The big, fat, doughy ones that you dip in mustard? Ooh, oh, big, we got, baby. We got, we got some pretzels uh, from this German uh, kiosk at Hel- in Helotus, and, man, it was good. Too so, good. Pretzels are great. Speaking of, of uh, pretzels, the world's biggest food company has raised their prices overnight by oh, 10% yeah. across the board. Nestle, as we were talking about. Right. Nestle is Purina, Gerber, Nescafe, Kit Kat, and on and on it goes. Nestle's not just chocolate. Nestle's right. a lot of, lot of stuff. They're huge. And because of their backdoor uh, pr- cost to them, they've had to raise their front door prices of all the food. Excellent. So when you go to the grocery, <laughs> when you go to HEB, it's good. Well, and the reason That's I bring great. it up is, is this is all Joe. This yeah. is all Joe Biden and what he has done as president when you, re- when you declare war on gas and oil. Right. That raises the price of your food. Hey, pal, he's got to finish the job of ruining, ruining this country. That's right. He's only halfway done ruining this country. And, you know, here's cut two, Jimmy. They have not made, uh, you know, he's made his reelection uh, thing, you know, wishes. Uh, but but Corrine Jean-Pierre also yesterday would not commit to four more years. <laughs> would not commit to four more. He's like, I'm not going to commit to that. I'm not going to tell So after he's done in like six minutes after being reelected, <laughs> this is your president. So I think it's very important as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present, and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history 
and in the moment as it relates not only to the past but the future. She had, she just said nothing. <laughs> no, she that's said the point. absolutely freaking well, nothing. You know what man. she does? She grabs a word. Moment was that one, yeah. and she grabs a word and she just fixates on that word and she'll just say it over and over and over again, thinking that she's saying something really profound well you can tell by the timbor of her voice that she thinks she sounds freaking brilliant oh, yeah. and everybody's sitting there which you can't see is everybody's face and they're like <laughs> you know speaking of smoking way too much dope she's been hanging with hunter I, you know, possibly smoking some crack with the boss's kid because she that what she said nothing he's old she said nothing he's old he's frail and she's one heartbeat away <laughs> back in a minute more wear and rhyme ktsa there are five costs wear and rhyme seven till nine news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 had a great time yesterday jamming to ZZ Top. Since I didn't turn on the TV yesterday, I did a little inner skinner and I did right. some ZZ Top so yesterday. You like ZZ? Uh, That's surprising. Baby, it was so good, man. Uh, you know, uh, some people just don't appreciate the value of ZZ Top, but those boys are fantastic. Yes, they oh, really yes. are good. So uh, you brought up a subject last hour about these uh, young people, young, young whippersnappers. Young who, people are highly overrated. Who uh, <laughs> want everything their way yes. in the world yes. because that's the way they were raised by baby boomers and Gen Xers. Was right. you deserve everything, baby? Well, and culturally, they were that's, reinforced that's right. by the narcissism of social media and the culture in general. It's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. So it, it's it, I don't know that you turn this around, Sean. I really I, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure that you that you can. I think it's I, I think we're talking about at least a generation or more that are lost in this now. And we'll be facing some severe problems down the road because the work ethic and all these things right. we talk about. So um, tell me why, and you've got, you'll have got you have eight cats after today and 14 <laughs> dogs and 27 uh, jackasses and everything else around right. your house that you're raising. Um, why is critical race theory being taught at the major veterinarian schools across <laughs> America? Now, I don't know. It's mandatory. The Critical race black theory. lab comes by, uh, comes through. I don't know. Obviously, it's not about patient care. Now, is it? No, it's not. No, because that has nothing to do with you taking care of a sick dog or a cat that needs to have his, you know, what's cut off so he's, you know, spayed and neutered. They, it's not about that. No, it's about it nothing to do with it. It's about indoctrinating people in the school level and they're doing it in veterinarian schools they're doing it in colleges which they've been doing in colleges for 60 years and they're in all the schools now with the, particularly the trans cult has taken over the school system and when we talk about this there of course are exceptions but the rule is today the trans cult has, has taken over the school system and they are teaching people this old crt or trans or or whatever we got this school district in in olympia washington I was going to say, they've gotten rid of all fourth grade music uh, curricula uh, because of white supremacy. Yeah, how stupid is Uh, this? And and if you read the article, and I, you know, Mm -hmm. you go through some of the quotes from the uh, the administrator, the folks from the school board, they they outright say there's now while there's obviously no direct connection Uh between white supremacy and colonialism. To to wind and string instruments, they actually said that in their, in their in their statement. Okay, we are surrounded by institutions that support white supremacy, and therefore, ergo, 
for some mysterious reason, they have to cancel all music classes. Or, or, or wind and string in fourth grade, which, if you think about it, if you're going to become a concert pianist, or if you're going to become somebody who was a virtuoso with the guitar, you're probably going to pick it up around the fourth or fifth grade. That's a very important oh. mom- time oh. when you developed your interest in things. It, 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 fourth, fifth grade, yes, but you're, it, sooner than that in, in a lot of instances. A lot of these kids now start when they're two, three, four years old, right. you well, know, and all that kind of stuff. It's fourth grade, right. no music right. courses, yeah, because stupid. of something that they yeah. admit has nothing right. to do with it. Well, here's the school board uh, director, Scott Clifthorn. He says, we also know that there are other folks in the community that experience things like a tradition of excellence as exclusionary. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing this. I'm really sick and tired of hearing how if you believe that excel- excellence is somehow racist because the black community is not taught excellence, how racist are you when you Say that, believe it, hold to that, that, oh, yeah, they're not taught excellence, so that's, a, that's white supremacy. If you believe in excellence, you're a white supremacist. No, what, what white supremacy is is crafting policy either in public education or in government that is based on the premise that black people are stupid and lazy and they can never show up anywhere on time and they talk funny. You know, that, that's really what's at the heart of this is the inherent racism of the liberals in America. He went on to say the ways in which it is and the ways in which all of our institutions, not just schools, but local government, state sure. government, our churches, our neighborhoods mm. inculcate and allow white supremacy culture to, to continue to be propagated and cause significant institutional violence, blah, blah, blah blah freaking blah now this is the same school board that excluded white kids from a safe space club they started <laughs> right, a yeah. safe safe space uh, club because you know we got to we, we can't have white kids in the safe in the safe space they you know well, they're, obviously they're segregation is the way to fight racism you know history has proven that right so here we are <laughs> here we are and it's all in the culture it's all in education right. from, from the time they come out to womb all the way through education, they're taught this crap. Sure. If you want to go be a vet and you just want to cut dogs open and fix them, right? You just want to do that kind of thing. Well, guess what? You're going to be you're going to learn this crap in veterinarian school. They're all up in everything. Well, well, they are. And you you actually look at a lot of young teachers who end up on TikTok or end up in the news because they say some outrageous crap. Most of them are teachers who openly say, "I'm not going to teach what I'm supposed to be teaching." No, they do it all the time. Because I believe the, the trans thing is more important. They do it all the time. Or the race stuff is more important. You know, making allies against white people is more important. So you've already, you're, you're seeing an emergent professional class that's not really going to have any real expertise or talent in their given field. But politically, they're going to have, they're going to have all the right opinions. And so you're going to see, I, you know, I, it sounds doom and gloom, but you're going to see a general lowering of, Standards. Oh, you already and are. Things like education and no, medicine. You, are. Uh, you know, if if you're teaching CRT in medical school over, you know, medical stuff, you're you're going to have people who don't know how to operate. No, They're you already have are. To have AI do it for them. In New York State, the largest state of the union, by the right. way, New York State, this year, just a few weeks ago, they lowered all this. A couple of stories. They lowered all the standards for grade school kids oh, yeah. because when they went through the pandemic and they were home, their grades started to suck. And so they said, well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Instead of saying, get your ass back to school, 
do the mentoring, do whatever you got to do to get your grades up. You know what? We're just going to lower the standards of all grading for all kids in school mm. throughout New York. We're, that, that, that's just what we're, you know, what we're doing. And now there's a story out today in the Daily Caller about how colleges oh, yeah. are it's getting that, away yeah. from merit-based admissions, and it's all ethnic, well, and, you know, do you check the boxes? Again, in Washington, I think it's Washington State, is, maybe California, one of them, that's saying, we're going with the uh, test optional thing. Yeah, that's another uh, If you, uh, you know, don't do well on your SATs, we're not going to consider your, your testing coming out of high school for whether or not you're going to be admitted. Right. Now, the, the purpose, I'm not a big fan of standardized testing, but the purpose of the senior year testing is to what to to gauge how much you know going into college Figure because it used to be you didn't get into college unless you were proficient at the level college begins at. It's not about that anymore. Now it doesn't matter. You do you check the boxes? You, are you black? As, are you as, you know? As Kareem said, you? I'm the first queer to to be right. in this position. If you're the first queer to to apply that day, then you get and that's well, their word, by the way. Oh well, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we use it or is it just? Them? I don't care. I'm going to use. That's what they okay. use. But, Press but, secretary but, of the United States just said queer, so but, I think we. But could. but she has a special pass because she is one. Well, you here, know, here's the deal. Couple of white guys on the radio. Here's the legacy, Jean Corinne Clouseau, that you're going to leave behind for other queer women who want to work in government at high levels. You suck at your job. Yeah, boy, does she ever. And so I guess all other <laughs> queer press secretaries of state might also suck at their job. Oh, yeah. But it'll be okay because they're queer. They're queer. If you're queer, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't get, get matter. You a pass for everything. Or if oh, you're black or if or you're, spe- you know, got you, some other thing going for you. Let me ask you a question. Can you identify as queer? You don't have to really be queer. Look, I'm telling you, I, my, if I got my dog to identify it as a dachshund, could I run him in a wiener That's race? That's what I'm wiener saying. Wiener dog race. Same but thing. For us, you know, it's it's like that. If you if you can just say, hey, I'm queer. Yeah, I'm queer, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm non-binary, and today I'm queer. Get the special table at the bottom if you are. <laughs> See how you are. You get all kinds of specials <laughs> that breeders don't get. I'm kidding. That who doesn't? Breeders. <laughs> You never heard that term. We're, we're breeders. You never heard that term. Yes. <laughs> no, I. We're I, of the breeder class. I have to say, I've never been in the bottom, so I, w- I wouldn't know. I have no idea. But you I know. was once. But I, I've, I've uh, actually did <laughs> once my a show day. there. No, I did my show <laughs> from kidding. there once. But, uh, but breeders, yeah, that's what you and I are. During an interview with Time, with Time Magazine, Steven Spielberg says, "You know, all this changing we're doing to movies and stuff is really mm. not smart." He said, you know, uh, when I reshot uh, or, or re-released E.T., I took the guns out of that scene where E.T. is flying on yeah. a bicycle and I put walkie-talkies in the hands of those federal agents. insipid. <laughs> and then George Lucas gave us all the crazy re-edited Star Wars. Yeah. And he said it's a mistake. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. Right. You're a little late to the party there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then he was asked about, of course, the uh, w- w- Willy Wonka chocolate factory books and all that. And he said, no, it's our history, man. It's our cultural heritage, warts and all. I do not believe in censorship. Let's stop it. Knock it off. Quit doing it. It's horrible. Well, and, 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 and listening to Biden prattle on about banning Republicans banning books in this stupid little <laughs> announcement video. Oh, God. It's like, wait a minute. Uh, well, and, and, <laughs> Hang on a second there, buddy. And the queer press secretary yesterday, she said that Republicans have opened the border and allowed fentanyl to come in. No, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> we live so, in an upside-down universe, She's man. a lying queer. She's a lying queer. <laughs> It's amazing because we're actually being politically correct, and not the lying part, but the queer part. Oh yeah, she's a lying queer. You're a lying queer woman. So, 
So, do you think we'll have a job tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> In this world, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't worry about Quick it. Quick break. More wear and rhyme coming up, maybe. i got to tell you about Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. I love the name of their website because at financialfreedomlivestream.com, it's all about your financial freedom and your future. Not just your future, but the future of your children and your grandchildren. You see, you can join this group at Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and start investing in your real estate for your future. I'm talking about single-family properties, multifamily properties, commercial. I'm talking about everything that you can that you can know about this, you're going to learn through financialfreedomlivestream.com. You'll make great contacts with the people who help you with the mortgage and understand all that help you repair these properties to sell them roll them over into another property compound your property ownings and holdings they're going to teach you all this stuff at financialfreedomlivestream.com and if you use my name where w-a-r-e you get special discounts on your membership so sign up today check it all out financialfreedomlivestream.com promo code where w-a-r-e Strong thunderstorm in the area this afternoon with a high of 84. And then tonight, same thing. We might have some hail and damaging winds overnight into tomorrow morning. Yeah, uh, about the time you're ready to drive. About the time I get on the air at 5 tomorrow morning, we should be having some some pretty interesting weather. So if you join me tomorrow morning at 5, we'll get through that together. And then Friday, sunny at 84. It's 71 now, KTSA. Good morning, your commute definitely. What you've been talking about this morning is absolutely true, and and what the government has done through education and through societal training is created that dependent class, right? Oh, yeah. So the middle class is gone over with. You're going to have dependent class that want to be able to wipe wipe them wipe, do that to themselves without wipe their butts the, yeah without the government wiping their rear they're gonna have to call right. the government to wipe their rear for them or right. a, or their ai bot to do it the butt bot probably the butt bot the butt bot so, god we're on it today What's line queers the yeah. butt bots that's great well um well you're right and and look again the middle class is vital to democracy. The middle class is vital to, to a constitutional republic the middle class is vital to freedom that's right and it goes bye-bye, and you're ba- basically back in lords and serfs. That's, I mean, wh- that's you, you, where we really, are. Yeah, that's really what it becomes. That's where we are. Lords and serfs. You become a member of the peasantry. Yep. Uh, you know, you're dependent uh, on the lords uh, of the estate, so to speak, which would be the federal government for so, everything. You get, get and because out. of that, they can dictate to you everything. Yeah, get my hand out, man. The you middle know, class, and um, the more reading I do about it, the more I understand. Oh, yeah. It, it's Middle class goes away. and it's and. Over. and then democracy follows with it. Benji's Munch on West Bitters has the cleanest <laughs> kitchen in town. I just wanted to say Benji's, Benji's Munch. Munch. I mean, we said Lion Queer, Butt Bots, and now Benji's Munch. Benji's, that's a restaurant. That's restaurant? a restaurant. Yeah, it's a, like a burger joint, real small one, about the yeah. size of this room that we're in. I'd like to go munch at Benji's Munch. I would, Munch. too, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like to get lunch to munch at Benji's Munch? I would, as a matter of fact. Let's take a bunch. <laughs> Hey, you know, you're still missing the big story of the day. Always. Uh, as usual. It's a story of you my life. You and the award winner over there yeah. just totally missed this story. I haven't heard anything well, about could, this from Don he Morgan. He can coast now that he has the award. I guess. He can put his feet up I, and take it I, easy. I, I have not heard anything from either one of you uh-huh. about how uh, the, it has been determined now who is the most famous movie star in existence on planet earth and the one person who puts more people in the movie theaters than anybody else i know who it is tom cruise absolutely but you know it, this is absolutely a, this is breitbart did a story on this and, and i agree with it i mean he does no doubt it, people want to see people hanging off of helicopters at the movie theater hands down 
And they want to see. T- and so, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but I think he's a great actor when he's got a great acting piece. But what's interesting about this study, uh, which, uh, let's see, uh, the National Research Group did this. And they come up with the top 20 movie stars, actors, men and women on planet Earth that people are more likely to go to a movie theater to see their latest movie. They're all in their 50s and 60s. Tom Cruise, 60. Dwayne Johnson, 50. Tom Hanks, 66. Brad Pitt, 59. Denzel, 68. Julia, 55. Will Smith, 54. The youngest person on this list is Chris Hemsworth, who's 39. Mm -hmm. You go back uh, to the same study... Uh, let's say, let's see, how long ago was this? Um, I think back in the, uh, 80s and 90s. You go back in time and look at the same kind of study back then, and they were all people in their 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was oddly, the same people. Oddly, some of the same people. Eddie Murphy, 26. People. Michael Douglas, 43. Michael Absolutely. J. Fox, 26. Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, 40. Mm-hmm. Glenn Close. So, the same people who, in a sense, were famous back then are famous now, or people still, they're a draw to the movie theater. But what does that tell you about the younger... Again, I'm just on this rant with young people. What does it tell you about the younger celebrities and younger movie stars? Well, let me ask you a question. They just don't have, in a sense, the gravitas and the screen presence to get people to give a crap about going to the movie theater. Name one for me. I can't. That's it. <laughs> and see, you're a consumer of the product. I watch flicks. You I watch movies. Yeah. to the movies. Somebody like me, I could care less because I'm not going to, I don't go to the movies. It's very rare that I go to a movie. Well, sure. It's rare. It's got to be a special flick. But you consume on a regular basis, you go to the movies, and you can't name for me one young There's, actor or actress. You not know, even one. I can't, I, I've even forgotten the name of the guy that played Elvis. Like, I suddenly, it's Butler something. You know, I don't know. Austin a Butler. lot of them, a lot Austin of them Butler. just have no real resonance. Uh uh-uh. uh. Which you, and this is interesting, you require that for a big screen. If you're watching everything on a small screen, and by that I mean compared to a movie screen. You don't need big personalities. You don't need Cary Grants. You don't need Sean Connerys. You don't even need Brad Pitts to fill up a small screen well, the or other looking thing about at a movie the older on your guys, phone. The other thing about the older guys is they've had time to build a, a library, a career, and all of those kind of things where some of the young people have not. But the fact of the matter is they're not replacing the greats of, of anything with, with more greats that are coming. Who, who is the next Tom Cruise? Who's the next? In, I saw John Wayne in that article. Who's the next John Wayne? Well, they're, they're not there. They're not making Charlton Heston's anymore. Again, they look, don't at, look at who the celebrities are today. You said it, influencers. There are people you look at on your phone. That's it. That's on it, this tiny-ass little screen. That's all you want. That's okay, it. and a person doesn't have to be a big personality nope. to fill up the no. screen on your stinking phone or your computer. Well, let's talk about sports for just a second, where, that's, where that is concerned, because, you know, we all, all of us had to buy big-screen TVs, and primarily at the time, the hot reason to buy big screen TVs was sports oh, programs. Oh, sure. Because you went to the movies to, to see a movie. Who wants to see a little bitty guy this right. tall run around with a ball? You're right. Because right? that's... You had to see him six those inches. Those big projection screens yes. were marketed as, sports. oh, look, here's a football game. Look at right. the sports. You know what people are watching the sports on now? Right here, right. this this four-inch screen known as... They're sitting here and they're watching all their baseball, all their football, everything, right here on their phone, wherever they are. But isn't there something metaphorical about this, uh, in a sense... In that we as a culture are becoming smaller in, in, in many ways. We are becoming smaller people. 
Well, I'm working. Our it. movie stars are smaller people. I'm trying to be that. But you know what I'm saying? It, 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 we, we have fewer expectations of each other and of ourselves to a certain extent. And so, yeah, in a culture like this, you don't need big honking movie stars. You don't yeah. need Clint Eastwood. You don't need Burt Reynolds. Nope. You don't need these people nope. because you're just filling smaller and smaller places. Eight and that's true of, of the eight-second world. But it's true of culture. It's true of the economy in a sense. Okay. All of it. Yep. 828 now. More Warren Rima coming up. KTSA. Bridgehead IT can be your entire IT department. Well, Daily Mail's done a really good job of, of looking at Tucker in his private life now. And one of the things that they did yesterday was they put up a picture of his wife walking her dogs. And she's smiling and, you know, having a good time. And today they've got a picture up of him in a golf cart with her. I was just looking at it, uh, Daily Mail. And he's, uh, he's they, they, he won't talk specifically, but he says... Retirement's going great. Yeah. I had dinner with my wife on a weeknight for the first time in seven years. And the and the pictures are he's smiling yeah. and laughing. And it's kind of like, you know, uh, Rupert, look at this face. Look what you did to me. Carrie Lake said it. She said, when I left television news, it was the most free. They just set you free, buddy. You have just <laughs> been set free. I, I heard a conversation with, uh, with Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly and Megan Kelly. Right. All of them are Fox, you know, alum, right? Oh, yeah. And two of them left because they were told to. One of them left, and that was back on his own. They've all gone out, and they've started their own thing. And they're smiling. They're happy. And you know what they said yesterday is that after Tucker's deal happened, their subscriptions on their sites are blowing up. That the, all the Fox Nation people and all that, right. canceling Fox Nation, are signing up on their subscription sites. They're watching them do it. So. Well, sure, you know, I mean, you, you do lose top-of-mind stuff. I mean, because you're not, you know what I mean, like, you, you, O'Reilly says something and it doesn't come immediately. It's not a headline anywhere. You, In other words, you have to go find them now, which I get, and that'll become even easier, more streamlined uh, in time. Uh, I, I just, uh, I, I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not worried about Tucker in any way, shape, he looks or form. Free. He's going to be fine. Looks yeah, very happy. You know, and, it, from his point of view, there's really nothing bad that can happen to him. You know what I mean? It's because he can do whatever he wants. Well, all, all, right? all three of them said yesterday that new, the news, but television news in particular, but the news business is a backstabbing, you oh, know, sure, yeah. horrible. There's no loyalty. Well, yeah. They would shoot yeah. you in the back of the head to get rid of you if they could, you know, those kind of things. And, uh, and that Tucker's just been set free. I mean, he's like a bird. Here, go. You know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you know, I, I I am disturbed though, and I think we all are increasingly disturbed. And and maybe this is why I think you'll one of the many reasons you'll see Fox News spin go spinning down the toilet fairly quickly. Uh, is that the, some somebody didn't like what he said about the man and the man? Maybe the man was big pharma. Maybe the man was the government. Maybe the man was whomever got upset with Tucker Carlson. All of the above. And again, a twenty million dollar a year guy got dumped. Yep, and. I think we can't really overstate what a slam against not only the free press, which really doesn't exist anymore. No, in there's no free press. And you talk about surviving in healthy democracies. Uh-uh. Free press is yeah. really kind of a big part of that. It doesn't exist. When, it really doesn't exist when anymore. Kareem Jean-Pierre, speaking for the president as a, you know, 
uh, what she called herself. A, we called her a lion queer, but she called herself a queer this queer, queer that whatever. whatever. When she stands up there and she says the Republicans are the ones who have opened the border and allowed fentanyl to come in, and not one person in that room, not one member of the media said, I'm going to raise the BS flag on that one. What the oh, hell do you mean? What numbers do you specifically <laughs> yes. base that? What policy do you base, exactly. base that on? Well, Tucker said so, it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, I was just going to say, so So free press doesn't exist in this no. country anymore. It's Tucker, not there. Said, Tucker made an observation on what now was one of his final shows. He said, remember when the uh, the journalist from Africa, uh, uh, who you know hasn't even had a paycheck right. in two years, and right. he made a big show about, you know, hey, you never call on me, right. and I just sit here, I'm ignored. And, and how the other journalists in that room, who, you know, in the era of American journalism, whenever, whatever that peak was, Okay, journalists would have stood shoulder to shoulder next to another journalist who was being treated unfairly. Sure, not because anymore. that's what they are. They're journalists. <laughs> they turn their back on it. They stood with the op- with the subject. That's they right. stood with the government right. against another journalist. Right. That's who they are. Oh, absolutely. And so they are owned. And, and this <laughs> on Friday night. Remember, I, I go back to James O'Keefe. And and him taking on Pfizer with that video that he put up that Pfizer right. F- the guy from Pfizer oh yeah we're creating it we're mutating it so we can build the vaccines <laughs> for it absolutely and then and he was let go from his own company Pfizer right, was let, right. and Friday night Tucker is talking about big pharma and the fact that their commercials yeah. say everything that they, all their commercials that they run on Fox News and if you cross them you're out well. Two days later, his butt was canned. So, yeah, you know, there's no was. free press. No, there was no free press. And and plus, government and, and, you know, the left rail against corporate America all the time, but the left in government have an extremely cozy relationship with corporate that America. That is the point. And, and the corporate America says something, and they obviously do it. Yeah, oh, for sure. And that is the point. Where this new media that's being created by Glenn Beck at the Blaze and by Ben Shapiro at Daily Wire and by on down the Breitbart, right, you know, going right. down the line, this new media that's being created, they in themselves are rendering the Fox News's and the MSNBCs totally irrelevant. Well, totally I think there are two things at play. I think one thing that's uh, is causing the irrelevancy of these standard media outlets is not only that there are other options like Breitbart, like The Blaze, like uh, Daily Wire, but people's trust and faith in those standard outlets is gone. <laughs> and, and the nail in the coffin lid was hammered in with the firing of Tucker Carlson. You know that well, you yeah, can't believe a damn thing. That's exactly say. what I called it this morning yeah. on the five or seven. I said that was the nail in the coffin for the industry itself, not just right. Fox News. Oh yeah, the industry itself, because he was such a presence in the industry. People sought him out. He was appointment watching viewing. Sure. And now, you, are, do you sit up at night to wor- wonder what Joy Reid is going to cover? No, but you know there was a value in that, though, and I think that's gone. In that, again, you, you Beck's doing really well. Uh, O'Reilly's doing very well. Megan Kelly's doing very well. You rarely hear about them, okay? Unless you are specific to their audience and more. That's what I'm saying. The loss of Tucker in that show that people did order their days around, that people did make sure that they were in front of their TVs uh, at 7 p.m. when you know, when he went on. That idea is gone. Right. And 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 I and again, the evolution into these new media is great, but I think unfortunately the TikTokers are going to win out. Of course they are. Because you know what? If you go to Daily Wire, here's what you have to do. You have to read. 
Well, if you have to specifically bring that stuff up, like you ch- make a million other content choices every day. Well, they have, they have video uh, options well, bit, on no, all I the pages. Mean, I don't do. mean you have to read, but you yeah. have to think, you have to be invested right. in what they're putting out. Right. Whereas some TikTok idiot eating some laundry detergent is probably going to get the bigger audience. Oh, there's no doubt about yeah. that. There's no question. Which is just more of the dumbing down of, of sure. America, because yeah. that's that's where we're going to end up. But all this has done is rendered it as a media. This is a seminal moment in traditional media, oh, the old fart yeah. media in America, because they have removed somebody, probably the last big draw that they had oh, for yeah. the industry itself. We've been watching this this migration to the new media. I, I am into it. I, I'm totally, you know, most of my, subs- all of my subscriptions are on the new media, Daily Wire right, right. And, and The Blaze and all that, because that's where you get a lot of great information and and what you would consider the truth. You're being lied to by CBS right. and ABC on our station is lying to you. Uh, CNN is lying, and we know that. We know that they're lying to you, and you're getting the truth and varying opinions from the new media. And I think... I think this pulled the plug on the old fart oh, dinosaur media. Which, in and of itself, was new media 40 years ago. Well, yeah, <laughs> you think about it. You it know? was. I remember when Limb- Limbaugh went on Fox News and did his radio show on Fox right. News. It was Fox News was just getting well, started. Well, I remember when CNN went up and yeah. everybody thought, oh, my God, you can watch news any time of the day or night now. 24-hour news cycle. That's that right. was born. And they're done. And, and a 24-hour news cycle... In forty in four decades has evolved to an eight second attention span. That's exactly what it is. That's yeah. all it is. You got eight seconds with these people, right? And it's going to continue to to grow shorter. That's yeah, the thing is. about well, it. Is that's what I'm saying. I think the whole idea of even consuming news no. is, is like uh, at some point. Well, I told be you on I, the way out. If I pull up something that's a super long, lengthy, wordy article, I don't mess with it. I but, can't. Then, right, I don't but, have that time. But, and that's my point, though. I know. Younger generations don't know. even have the patience to even go there. Uh uh-uh. uh you know, so I, I don't know. It, it, it is definitely a seminal moment, uh, watershed moment, whatever we want to call it, uh, with the firing of Tucker. And I certainly Fox News, I don't think, will ever be viewed the same. Uh, and they're 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 already taking major hits. Because who are they going to bring in? Who are they going to bring in? You know who are they going to who are they going to put in that? It's not Kilmeade. You know they don't it have. It it's not anybody they have on deck. No, right they now. have nobody on on not staff. They don't, they, no, and there's nobody across the street. It was there was a time when you would go across the street and you would grab their hot commodity and bring that person over. Who are you going to go get? Joy Reid? You going to go uh, get the the glasses uh, girl with the short hair? What's her uh, name? Oh, Cat Simp. No, but no, I'm on Oh, 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 Maddow. Maddow. Right, Are you going right. to go get Maddow? No. You know, there's you nobody on Lemon in that time slot. Well, here's what'll happen. Eventually, it'll be somebody that doesn't even freaking exist. <laughs> the well, next big star will be somebody that doesn't even isn't even there. That's a fact. <laughs> Which brings us full circle back to right. where we're where we're at. Quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. And these are uncertain times. And this is the most uncertain time that we've faced in our lifetime. No question. Noble Gold Investments is here to help you look at investing in gold. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Uh, it's always been a great hedge against the craziness of the world for 5,000 years of recorded human history to have precious metals and that includes gold in your portfolio and it's gold that you actually have in your hand that you're holding on to and your friends at noblegoldinvestments.com will teach you what you need to know about investing in gold the right way to do it the wrong way to do it the best way for you and they'll send you out an investor's kit if you use my name that's where w-a-r-e when you log on to noblegoldinvestments.com that uh, investment kit will come and it will explain to you the best ways to have precious metals gold and silver 
in your possession for whatever the future may hold. Make sure you at least get in touch with them. I can't tell you if it's the right thing for you. Only you know that, but be informed, you know, and uh, and Noble Gold Investments is here to inform you. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hi, this is Bob Webster for my new friends at... 853, Warren Rima, KTSA. Well, I'm, I'm kind of all out of topics, except I might be getting a cat today. So I just want to let people have been messaging me for the past 24 hours mm-hmm. that uh, we're going to go up to the hill country and, and see a certain Jewish cowboy about mm-hmm. some kittens that he has. Right. And as my wife said, we have six now. Mm-hmm. We have six cats and two dogs. So you got to get two more. No. You can't, well, you said you can't do seven because it drives her crazy. So, well, I know. think she can live with seven. Oh. My cutoff is eight. Oh, okay, I gotcha. established this. I put my foot down yesterday with my with my family unit. Okay, good. And I said, you know what? Eight's the cutoff. Okay, okay we get if we get this one tomorrow, and then uh, we can get one more after that. Because there's only so many cats that a man can handle. I'm saying eight's <laughs> enough. Okay, good. Remember that TV show? Eight is enough. I do remember it. It's yes. True of cats. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Can a sixty year old man be a six year old girl? No. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and go out and dominate the sports of six-year-old girls, including CrossFit really? champion, including CrossFit championships where they lift weights, do push-ups, right. run around the gym, and all that kind of stuff yeah. of six-year-olds. Is that is that possible? No. Well, it's happening in America. Mm. The trans cult, where they have collapsed all truth, and truth doesn't matter, and truth has no meaning anymore. Mm. So you got a sixty-year-old man, and he makes his own tutus. <laughs> He'd have to, or a sixty-year-old dude find a tutu <laughs> gotta get into crafting there well there was a long some kind of marathon runner too who like a month ago did you see that story a month ago was still running as a dude <laughs> and so he ran he identifies as a chick now and he's beating women he beat some the fastest woman on planet earth <laughs> the did. other day yamaguchi yamaguchi yeah. beat her yeah and she's like this is happening all over the place. Oh, it's now. everywhere. So this sixty-year-old man became a six-year-old girl. He oh. didn't become a six-year-old girl. He's acting like one, and he's. Are uh, you serious? No, I'm dead serious. I'm dead. Oh. You can look it up. And he's going to like their CrossFit championships, and no. here's these little kids, and he's out there at sixty-year-old no. male. He's lifting more weights than them. He's feeling good about it too. He's feeling real good about it. Whatever. Yeah. But that runner that you were talking about, the marathoner. He changed his. I, I love the the name. Did you see his name? What he changed his name to? It's Glenik or something like that. He Glenica. was like Bill, Glenica. and now he's not Glenica. <laughs> you know what I mean? Glenic. I'm Glenica. Do you dudes have to come up with such stupid names so. for yourselves once you do transition? <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Guanica, whatever his name so is. So earlier in the show we were talking about a lion queer. Now we're talking about a lion trans whatever. I'm just, I'm so, and I think most Americans are sick of it. You know, I think at this point, God, I wish that unless was true. they're younger, that's no, what I'm saying. The that's, younger that's folks it. think it's great, and that's what we have to think about because that's our future. Yes. you have to, you have to look to the younger to know the future, and and Ooh. you're looking at this. <laughs> is that kind of deep? Because, no, it's be, kind of disturbing. Because I'm around it, right? You know, I've got a 16 and 18 year old right. granddaughters, and I'm looking at it going, they're wonderful and and all set. But man, the people that are in that generation, you're like, uh-huh. they're a very strange generation. It's a weird world, man. It's and fifty percent of it, yeah, was the parenting skills of Generation X, my generation. Fifty percent of it was uh, an emergent culture yeah, that is yeah. completely self-absorbed. But you know. They uh, they're okay with Glenica. 
They, well, they are. They, 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 they see nothing wrong with it. They're like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool, man. Good for you. Way to go. Gunny. You're more than likely going to get corrected on somebody's pronouns by somebody under the, under the age of 30 than over the age of 30. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. I'll get out of here. I'll be here at 5 in the morning. I'll be here at 7. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little before would be nice. A little bit before. Okay, thanks. Love you, San Antonio. Have a good day. Bye.